Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz. Welcome to AFCON 2010. I've got an audience here, and we're, we're happy to be here finally. And We've been chatting a little bit. These guys, we've, good. Got, we've got a good mix of people. We've got some SEOs in the room. We've got some affiliates, um, affiliate managers. We've got a, a affiliate publishers. Um, and I, I've already talked to them a little bit. They've got some questions lined up for us. And Another question? Um, what do you guys, how do you guys feel about link wheels? So, so the question was, how do we? Con- what are our feelings and considerations about link wheels? Define a link wheel so we make sure we're on the same page. Um, well, instead of just having all your links go to your main site or pages in your site, it's basically like building Web 2.0 properties like hub pages or squibs and uh, you know articles and linking up to them and then having those linked to each other and then having one link back to your site. So, so basically, you, the, the link wheel is a way to take, get a link to your site, but not just building a link to your site, but building authority to the page that links to your site. I think that's a perfectly fine strategy. If you've got the resources and the time to support the pages that are linking to your pages, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Technically, it would, wouldn't be white hat, but... Sure it would. If I build, artificially building it, though. No, if I build a Squidoo or a hub page with a link to my site, a relative page, it is perfectly normal for me to go in and then build links to my Squidoo and hub page to build its authority. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I think it's a perfectly good strategy, it's, but it's just very, very resource-intensive. You've got to have a lot of time and energy yeah. to do that. Um, but I, <laughs> he still lives home, all right. <laughs> so you think there's a problem with that? Why do you think there's a problem with that? I don't know. My first thing twinged. I mean, I'd, I would do it. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying if we're talking about, <laughs> if we're talking about, like, pureness here, he was part of the question was, was this black hat or white hat? I don't think it's an issue by any means, but I do think if you come down to pure, the pure brass tacks, it's, mm-hmm. it is kind of at least gray. Cause no, you're, it's not. It's, they're not so. real links giving building to this thing. You're building it. 
So you're saying because I build a Squidoo page, it's on a top. I, I create the content mm-hmm. about a topic and put a link to my site in there. That's great. No, no. When you're building it to the Squidoo. Okay, so then so you're building I build this them. content. It's my page. Why can't I optimize my own page by adding more links to it to make it more authoritative? I think it's, it's, it's around the concept of Google hoping that all links are 100%. Google can hope all they want. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about pureness here. That's all. No, I, I, I don't want to sound sanctimonious. I'm not when I practice. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely white hat, but I... I, uh, I, can, I can tell you I do it today. I mean, that's, yeah. that's something I do on a daily basis. Of course, and I get my clients to write and, good articles and try and get them out there to... And to I would have no, no fear whatsoever to tell Matt Cutts and say, I do that for this site, and I have no fear of any repercussions whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Well, he's certainly got bigger fish to fry, that's for damn sure. Yeah, but, I mean, cause it's, <laughs> I don't think, I mean, to well, me, it's perfectly normal. Well, he's the most sanctimonious white hat I know, so. <laughs> True. <laughs> so I guess I, so. So now you got me wondering. I'm going to have to freaking send him an email or something and say, what do you think about this? But I, I don't think he's going to have any issues with it. Well, no, I wouldn't do that, but we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Over a drink. I would go ahead and do it. Keep doing it. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Don't don't misinterpret it. Yeah, I, I, I would do it too. <laughs> um, it's just it's got to be pretty uh, clear that you're not, you know, they, it, it doesn't want to look like a link network. It's it, these are these are actual pages that have content of value, right? Like the Squidoo has to have value. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so. going to build a Squidoo page that doesn't have value. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I just yeah. you know, it's got to have so, something. Now, that's now the one thing with, with this. So the one thing you have to measure when you're doing this is, okay, I'm, like I said, it's a lot of resources, a lot of, a, a lot of co- content and time and effort. You have to kind of balance whether or not all that time and effort is worth going to this page that links to you or would it be better served going straight to your site. So you've got to balance that. And um, in many cases, you know, if you do too much of that straight to your type site link building, it does make your link profile start to appear um, less natural. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you start, if you're if you're doing all this work, writing all this content, and and, and building all these links to your site, at some point it's going to be artificial because unless you're really, really, really good at it, you develop patterns in doing this. However, if you get two or three really good pages, really relevant on really high authority domains like Squidoo or Hub Pages, and then you do a lot of this external link building to those, and you build the strength of that one page that's linking to you, so you build its authority, you have to balance whether that is more valuable than all that going straight to your site and risking showing off those patterns. So you, you kind of have to kind of have to judge that based on your experience and you know your network and your niche and how many links and your current existing link profile. There's a lot of variables to determine which is the better path. Yeah. And when I think of a pure business model, like I, I work with a, a, a hotel, uh, a couple hotel chains, but one of them, um, you know, is having a hard time getting a particular ranking. And we looked at it and we thought, well, we're going to keep working at this, obviously. And but you know, we 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 bought an extra domain that's really good that we're sitting on. And if worse comes to worst, we'll create a whole other resource site. But we don't want to do that to get that ranking because it splits our resources, it splits our focus. We want to focus on his site and get it to kick butt. But if we have to, yes, ultimately we'll. Yeah. we'll and, and one of the biggest factors, we talk about all these factors to make that determination, is what does your current link profile look like? If you have 200 links and you, it's really easy to see an anomaly, 
you know, if you do this one thing, it, it doesn't do it. But if you've got 500,000 links and you go out and do this one little thing, it's not going to make a big dent in your overall link profile, but it, it might help. So, but as far as being detected or, you know, people seeing it as an anomaly in the natural, it, it's not going to be an anomaly depending on this, your link profile. So there's a lot of factors. But good question. And, now, and do it. <laughs> yeah, that was a good long answer, but yeah. we, I think we, we got to it. So in terms of, and you, you mentioned this would be a good question. I think it is. Um, and I think you've got the most to contribute here. But what are your own experiences around affiliate marketing? Me? Well, I, I actually ran affiliate programs for a couple companies I worked for as the, the affiliate manager. Um, and some of the interesting things that I saw happen that really helped me understand how affiliates and SEOs impact our sites, um, things like um, – uh, I'm trying to think of an example I thought of on the way over here. Uh, I went to one company and it was very interesting. And I don't think this happens much anymore, but the company had was running its own internal affiliate program. So they weren't using CJ. They weren't using anything. They had their own system set up. But technically, it was set up in such a way that when the, the affiliate set up a link with a referral ID attached to it, those links were getting indexed. So he, he actually had affiliate URLs off of his domain in the organic searches on the first page. So from his domain, if someone clicked on his site, affiliate was getting credit for that from organic search. So th there was some technology there that I had to deal with as far as understanding the best ways for affiliates to link to the site you know, from a program manager standpoint. Um, there was another example I had to – have you done any of this, Ross, while I think of my other example? Well, a lot of the uh, – I, I was saying to John I can't really talk about much of what I've, I've done because it's – being under confidentiality, but the, the one things I have done, uh, I guess I can talk about uh, around it. Um, I found creating the content the hardest part. I mean, creating a really good site, and that's how I do it. I, I always did it this way, was creating a phenomenal site that I knew could stand on its own, and then building links, building um, uh, really the credibility around it, and having the proper linking within the site, like making sure that it gets, it's, you know how granular it gets when you're doing optimization on affiliate marketing sites. It, you don't want to go over, overboard. You don't want to go under, you know, you want to make sure it's in the, nice in the between. So if I mentioned a particular uh, product within the writing, I would link, let's say this is internal, internal linking. Um, I go to product page one, I'd be talking about product page two or, or product page three, and I'd make sure the links were there. But I'd, I'd always try and use varying link content um, so I'm not always using one particular phrase. I would mix it up so it looked more authentic, but also targeted nice long-tail phrases. Long-tail is where it's at for me. I always found it the most successful in affiliate marketing because it tends to be, the, you know, the, of the three types of searchers, the navigational, informational, and transactional, I found long-tail better for transactional. They're, they're just, they're, they're at it. They really want that detail and they want to go and they want to buy. So that's what I try and target. More SEO 101 from AppCon 2010 when we return. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know they're SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. We are back with more SEO 101 from AFCON 2010 in Miami. Here's Ross and John. Yeah, you had a question. Is the linking like the uh, the the anchor text in internal? Like I see a lot of sites that link back to their home page within their post with like words that they're trying to write for. Is that? Oh, I yeah. So the question, let me make sure you get the question right. Is how important is anchor text in your internal linking structure within your site? The, the latest news I heard actually from Rand, and I, and I wish I could be sure, certain I'm saying this right. Um, well, first of all, I always pretend it's important because mm. there, there has been times where it has been really, really important. I've heard it's getting less and a little less important now. Um, and if I could, I wish I could quote Rand. I, I was in on one of his seminars recently on, online, and I think they did some more correlation research and found out that. Uh, it's gotten even less significant. It's more about the on- offline. Now, the one thing that was really important, I, I, and I did want to mention this earlier, is the variety of links coming into you. It's yeah, yes, definitely a variety of anchor text because that's more authentic, but also variety of types. You know, blogs, news sites, articles um, from others, not just blogs, but from like. Uh, someone on their own website talking about you, so the personal sites, hyper-local bloggers, whatever, it's not all from one type. Like, if you build all your link building and it's all on blogs, it's going to look, you know, that signal is going to look highly suspicious. So it's, yeah. it's mixing it up a bit as well. So, so w- before we started asking, if there were SEOs in the room, who, did some people raise their hand? So you guys, how important for, for links is anchor text and targeted anchor text? Just kind of, well, is it is it huge. super important, kind of important? Would you do 
you know, would you ever build a link specifically with read more or an image? Just want to see yes or no. Right, it needs to be very. And I'm going to, I'm going to maybe shake the rock the world with some SEOs out here. Could you restate that? Um, oh, I'm sorry. She said that. Uh, forgot. We got to repeat because we didn't have a microphone for people. Uh, <laughs> so, but basically, she said that the the image name, if you're using an image, is important. But she really said you got to vary the, the the anchor text. Is that correct? Okay. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that a lot of the research that I've been seeing recently about links and, and anchor text, it, it comes to the whole profile. And it's percentages. So if you have a percentage of your your anchor text, or there's a percentage of your links using targeted anchor text, um, if you have a percentage of your links using branded anchor text, if you have a percentage of your links using image images and no anchor text, you have a percentage of your link using, um, there's a word for it, but basically like read more or, or click here, those kind of words, that percentage is what's important. But so if you really focus all your link building activity on building targeted phrases to specific pages, and again, it's percentages. And if you build targeted phrases to deep pages of your site, let's say you have a page about um, you know, popcorn makers, and you build all your link text to that popcorn maker deep page of your site, and you're using variations of popcorn maker and popcorn and, and snacks and that kind of stuff, it's not going to be nearly as effective if you don't throw in read more, if you don't throw in links about click here, if you don't throw in image links, because there's every natural link building strategy or every natural link building profile is going to include those. And the engines have so much data now on real natural, they know that, you know, 50% of the links to a page on average should be image links. And, you know, 25% should be click here or read more links on average. And if you're building deep links and the only links to those pages are the ones you've built or a couple other ones and it's all anchor text, that's an unnatural link profile. Question. Lee Roberts. Lee Roberts. <laughs> well, I helped develop the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines version 2. And with that, and Google was there, you don't use those click here mm -hmm. type links. Because what you need to define for the user is what action is going to happen. So if it says click here to download Adobe Acrobat, you want to download Adobe Acrobat. Definitely. And so he, what Lee was saying is that he was part of the uh, the, the, the group that created the, the uh, it's WC3, essentially? WCAG2. WCAG2. Okay. So essentially the, the, the content guidelines for accessibility uh, and Google was there and they were talking about um, using the click here and stuff and how it's just not done. Like, And the example he used was um, Acrobat. Like it doesn't say click here. You don't say click here to download Adobe Acrobat, it's just download Adobe, uh, download Acrobat. Or download and, and that's definitely, definitely best practices, and I agree with that. Mm -hmm. However, we all know that best practices are not the norm online, and Google knows that's not the norm. And Google knows that nine out of ten e-commerce sites are going to say, click here for more information, you know, even though they shouldn't. They do. 
So Google knows that a certain profile is an average, and they know that the accessibility rules, though they should be followed and are perfectly fine, are not the average and not the norm. And there's going to be this other stuff to your site, or should be. So if, if you fall outside those norms and you look at different types of links and how they come into your site, and you have a higher percentage of what appears to be optimized links, it's, they're not going to be as valuable for you. So if you're, if you're doing that, my, my point was, if you're building links to a deep page where there's not a lot of natural link building happening, you need to make it appear like there's a lot of natural link building by not only building targeted phrase links, but you need some image links. You need some links that are click here. You need that kind of stuff as well to make it look natural. Yeah, I, it's a tough job being yeah. an affiliate. I don't have questions in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's tough for affiliates to do something like that. I wanted to ask you to weigh in on the issue of dashes in domain names from the standpoint of the search engines how much that matters one way or the other. There's a lot of good domains if you put it down. <laughs> we, 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 I think we disagree on this, so I'm going to let him go first. Yeah. Well, first of all, I, I, when it comes right down to it, it doesn't matter what either of us agree on because um, you know, if, if you take it as a holy word, and to a certain degree I would, um, because I know that they're going to be doing this. Matt Cutts has said, uh, officially from Google, that don't focus too much on those domains, on exact match domains anymore. Um, now, I'm assuming that was going to be an exact match, which in most cases, if you're using a hyphen, it's going to be. Um, that uh, those are not going to have as much effect on rankings very soon. So if you put a lot of eggs in that basket, you're going to get, uh, they're going to break soon. <laughs> now, that said, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't like the looks of it. If I'm going to do an affiliate site, maybe I would use um, hyphenated because I do like how it separates it and, and, and such. But when it comes down to it, Google doesn't care. I'm finding they don't. It doesn't care. So. Yeah. From a, from a search perspective, search engine rankings perspective, algorithmically, there's no difference. I mean, I almost my personal gut feeling, though I can't prove anything, is that we know that Google looks at a dash as a space, where they look at an underscore score as no space. So it's like it would push the words together. So if dash is already seen as a space, and we know that for sure. Why not have a dash in your domain so you know that those individual keywords are separate? And it, so if you had a three-word domain separated by dashes, you might be able to, to do the two-word sets within that three-word domain because of it. If it's no dashes, you probably wouldn't have any chance at all to do that yeah. because they're already already read in together. So one more quick question. One more quick question. US, I think I'm going to answer this question basically. Domains, TLDs, from an organic algorithmic perspective, make no difference whatsoever. It's, it's, it's the links you build to it, the content you put on that site, how the site is crawled. Every single one of them are treated exactly the same from an algorithmic standpoint. Now, I will say they are treated different from a user perspective. Users will give much more authoritative to a .com than they will to a .us. But from an algorithmic standpoint, no difference whatsoever. Yeah, even .edu, a lot of people thought yeah. it would, but that they don't have any impact. The only reason that they tend to do well is because they're educational institutions. Often they don't give away a link full-heartedly. You but, know, but it's you, such a good site. But you can't discount the user part of it. So let's say yeah. you had um, spaghetti.com and spaghetti.edu. Um, <laughs> right? And, and HU was, was one and spaghetti.com was two. I almost guarantee .com is going to get more click-throughs because of user you know, the user is going to think that .com has more authority, yeah. even though it's number two instead of number one. Yeah. So I hope we helped you out there. We, we're available to talk afterwards here, but we're going to have to uh, wrap things up, so I'm going to do the official wrap-up. 
On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, we'd like to uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, my Twitter ID is at Ross Dunn, and John's is. I'm at John Carcutt. Yeah, so thanks for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. We hope you tune in next week. Remember, our shows are on 2 p.m. Pacific on Mondays and 5 p.m. Eastern. So oh, hopefully. You forgot to thank somebody. And our audience. Thanks, Thank guys. you, audience. <laughs> no, used to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks, everybody. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.